Welcome to All Angles Photography Podcast. I'm your host, Claire Hunt. In this episode today, I'm going to give you my top six tips on how to hook inquiries from the first email. As photographers in a photography business, inquiries are very important. They let us know that our work is being seen, that our marketing efforts are working, and all of those things. But at the end of the day, if we have inquiries coming in and we don't have them converting to a booking, then really they don't matter. So in this episode, I'm truly giving you my top six tips, the little things that you can change in your inquiry workflow to really make an impact and to really invite them into your brand and into your photography business and into the experience of working with you. I also have a few amazing resources that I will be sharing around this topic in this episode, so I'm very excited to give you some tangible things to walk away with. So without further ado, let's get to the episode and teach you how to get ghosted less and how to hook these inquiries whenever they come in. You are listening to All Angles, a business and photography podcast that truly hits on all angles of creating and sustaining a fulfilling photography career. Hosted by Claire Hunt, a former pediatric trauma nurse turned wedding photographer and educator. Every two weeks, Claire brings you tangible and actionable tips that help you improve your dream business, all while providing you some encouragement along the way. For marketing, client experience, travel, content creation, productivity, and more, grab your coffee, because we're about to hit on all angles of running your dream photography business. Welcome back to the show, friend. So I know that hooking inquiries from the very beginning and from your first inquiry response or just all throughout your inquiry workflow is like such a hot topic and it's so important. So especially as we go into engagement season, like once it hits like Thanksgiving, everyone and their sister are all getting engaged. So now is the time to make these changes so that you're set up for success and hopefully set up to serve your couples really well. once they land in your inbox and actually convert them to a booking. So I'm giving you my top six tips today. So let's dive right into the very first one. The first tip is to ask the right questions on your contact form. So before I share anything else, in order to be able to hook inquiries, you have to ask the right questions on your contact form in order to hook them in the first place. So let me ask you a few questions to get you thinking on what kind of questions you need to ask in your inquiry form. How do you like to connect with your couples or what are you looking for in a dream couple? How will you learn exactly what you need to know about whether or not you could be a good fit for them and vice versa? Because this is a mutual relationship, right? Like you need to be able to ask the questions that you can determine whether or not they're a good fit for you and your business and your dream couple and your business model and all that kind of stuff. And then you also need to know enough about them in order to feel like you are a good fit for them. And then you can convey that information within your initial inquiry response, which then leads them to thinking that it's a no brainer that you're like the perfect fit for them. Whenever it comes to your actual contact form, you want it to be short enough. You definitely don't want it to feel like an essay that they have to fill out before they ever get to chat with you, but also you want to ask enough questions that gives you something to potentially connect on with them in that first response. So personally, what this looks like for me, I ask about their budget, their hopes for coverage. That way I can recommend the package that makes sense for their desires. 
I ask where they're getting married, so I'm sure to send the right pricing guide, whether that's local to Colorado or a destination wedding or elopement. And then I really ask about the style that they're going for and what matters most when considering a photographer. And I ask what drew them into my photography style. I ask this in different ways. You can definitely check out my contact form if you would like, but I feel like these questions gives me an idea for what they're hoping for, for the actual style for their wedding day, what they want photographed in the first place and why they're drawn to my photography because then that helps me to understand whether or not I actually would be a good fit for them and then I can capitalize on that if they give me a bunch of information that's hitting on everything I'm all about in my business. And then lastly, I ask what their most favorite adventure was that they've ever been on together just because I want to connect with them more on a personal level rather than it all just being business. So the answers to all of these questions ensures that I'm able to connect. I can make my response all about what they've shared and then I get to hit the points that they focused on most in the inquiry form in my initial inquiry response. So this step is really important to keeping your emails from being bland and just like everyone else. So you want to be sure that you're asking the right questions on your contact form so that you can hook them in the first place. Tip number two is to have email templates, but also be sure to customize them. Having email templates written up is only so great, but if you're just too robotic, it's not gonna convert anyone at all. So make sure, like I kind of mentioned in the previous point, you want to capitalize and outline exactly what you love the most from their inquiry form, what you love about their story or the venue that they've chosen or their specific decor that they're dreaming of for their wedding day. Whatever that may be, just connect with them in a genuine way and they will definitely feel loved and served by you. You. Not only do you want to connect with them in this initial response, but you also want to customize the email with actually bringing them value that could help them through any pain points that they've shared with you in their inquiry form. So going back to asking the right questions, for example, if I, you know, ask them how much coverage they're hoping for on their wedding day and they tell me they have absolutely no idea how many hours they need because Many couples do not. They're like, I have no idea. This is my budget. This is what I'm hoping for as far as like getting ready to end of reception, but I don't know how many hours that would be. If you have any kind of helpful like blog or if you personally will help them create a draft timeline so that they can see what that coverage would look like, then that's something that you immediately want to share in this initial inquiry response thinking through your couple's pain points and really reading their inquiry form with that kind of a lens is only going to position you as more of an expert. And I will say we are going to talk about pain points in the rest of this episode, but I can't end this point without telling you that if you have no idea where to start with email templates, especially whenever it comes to hooking them and converting them into a booking, I have created a freebie that has served over 800 photographers now, and I would love for you to have your hands on it as well. So I will share all about that right now. A client inquiring with you is the beginning of your selling journey, my friend. They've gotten to the point of trusting you enough to reach out, so now you have a very big role to play because this is the start of their journey with you. 
I created a freebie just for you to start hooking inquiries from the very beginning. These are the exact email templates I use for every inquiring couple, and I just know they will help you get ghosted less and truly serve these couples once they land in your inbox. You can check out the show notes and description for the link, and the download will be on its way to you. Let's get back to the episode. This guide was truly created for you, the photographer who's like, oh my gosh, I have no idea what to say in my initial inquiry response. I have no idea how to follow up with them. I have no idea how to solve their pain points. I share all of this and more in these email templates in this freebie. So if this sounds like anything you're interested in, definitely check it out. And I will say first thing that like I've had so many inquiries convert into bookings because of the way that I follow up. So it's almost insane that I've given you guys this for free, but I'm so happy to do so because I love you so much. So that will be in the show notes and description for you. On to the third tip, personalize your subject line. You don't just want to respond to your inquiry form that's submitted with leaving the subject line as reply, new inquiry form. For your initial inquiry response, you want to actually stand out from the crowd since they've likely inquired with multiple photographers. So how do you do this? Well, a lot of the times I'll do something like date plus location dash Claire Hunt photography, and this makes it easy for them to find and they also immediately know who it's from. You can customize your subject line even more if you would like by talking about the vision that they shared with you for their day, like romantic location wedding dash Claire Hunt photography. But at the end of the day, get creative and don't underestimate the power of a personalized subject line. The fourth tip is to hook at the beginning by connecting with them. Definitely, definitely congratulate the couple in your email, but open up your email by connecting first. Most photographers will simply respond, quote unquote, congratulations, and then dive into pricing, but not you. (laughs) You will connect first because of the questions that you asked in your contact form. This will help to build trust. You can answer or address any questions or pain points that they may be facing, and you can share all about what you will do to serve them throughout the process. So you really want to dig deep and share your process in the very beginning of your email so that then once you get to talking about price, they know exactly the value that you're going to bring and they feel like more than a number to you because you've already helped them by the time they get down to pricing. This leads me to my fifth tip of sending your pricing guide. So now that you've connected with this inquiring couple and you've shared all about what you do to serve them throughout the process, send your entire pricing guide within this first inquiry response. I recommend guiding them with which package you think will be best for them based on what they shared in their inquiry and what matches the budget that they're hoping for because this only positions you as more of the expert in your field and it actually lets them know what would be possible for their day if they were to have you as their photographer. So in the pricing guide, you should have everything laid out in depth, like how many photos do they get in each package, what all is included in each package, what are the differences between your packages, how many photographers, can they have a second photographer or not, and more. So you want to be sure to answer FAQs and showcase only your dream portfolio that will resonate with what they're looking for. 
Whenever it comes to pricing too, one thing that I did want to quickly mention is that if you have, you know, a discovery call that you do as your second step in the booking process after they inquire with you, this is personally how I do, then I would recommend having your starting pricing on your website just so couples know exactly what to expect whenever they do inquire of kind of what your packages would look like. And then also I would say, Definitely don't make them wait to get on a call with you to learn more about your packages. I know that that's like a marketing tactic and a sales tactic, but I personally feel like it's just a little sleazy to get someone on a call that you don't even know whether or not you're in their budget or you're exactly what they're looking for. And every couple has a budget and that's okay. And there are definitely times where I have been able to upsell them. Like if they tell me that their budget is 4,000 and I send my entire pricing guide and I'm sharing with them like, hey, based on what you mentioned about wanting, you know, this, this, and this, and this, and this photographed, I think you'll definitely need nine hours, which is 5,500. And we have payment plans, et cetera, et cetera. Work them through the pain points that they might feel with that. And I've had many couples book up what they tell me their budget is. Just because you're already guiding them, you're sharing with them exactly what you're gonna do for them. And so I wouldn't be scared to share your entire pricing guide with the fear that if you don't get them on a call, and they may not book with you. No, I think it's very much the other way around where if you share your entire pricing and you're very transparent about everything and what you do to serve them, then I feel like it's gonna be a no-brainer for them to want to book with you regardless of what your pricing is because you're showing that value, right? Like that's all of what marketing is. So keep that in mind whenever it comes to pricing. The sixth and final tip is to send full galleries that you have photographed. Do you have like a gallery or two that you think inquiring couples would love to look through? If so, send it to them. This gives them a great idea of how you photograph an entire day, whether that be an elopement day or a wedding day, and it may help them want to book with you even more. The goal of all things in marketing and in showcasing your portfolio is to help them envision what it would be like to work with you. Help them to see themselves in your photos. Help them to know exactly what the experience would look like if they choose you as their photographer. By sending these things, or even if you have a blog or a gallery that you have blogged that would help them with planning or even just finding inspiration at the venue that they've chosen if you've shot there before, then send that to them as well. And that's only gonna hook them in even more because you're positioning yourself as the expert in your field and that is also what marketing is all about. So to recap the six tips, you want to make sure that you're asking the right questions on your contact form so that you can connect with them. You want to have canned emails and customize them for each response that you give. You want to personalize the subject line, hook them at the beginning by making your response all about them, send your pricing guide, and send full galleries. This topic is so important because once couples get into your inbox, you have them inquiring with you, you want to be sure that you have everything in place to serve them well and actually convert them. Let's say that you've listened to this episode and you're like, okay, Claire, like I have just gotten your hook inquiries freebie and now I don't know what to do after they actually book with me. Or maybe you're like, Claire, this episode is great, but how do I get people inquiring in the first place? 
I teach so much on attracting, converting, and serving the couples that you actually want to work with in my coaching program, Book It. And if you feel like you're struggling with anything in this area of portfolio building, attracting the couples that are your dream couples, marketing to the right people, having a great website in place, and having your backend set up so that once couples do start booking with you, you know you're giving them a great experience and you're also not overwhelmed. If any of this sounds like you at all, then I will be opening up the doors for my coaching program again in January or February of 2023. So if you know you need coaching in this area of your business and you're ready to fast track your results so you can get booked out for 2023 and beyond, then head to the show notes or description and join the waitlist. The link will be there for you. You will get first access and I'll be giving an exclusive discount once the door is open again. This last round sold out in less than seven days. So if you're interested, the waitlist is the place to be. And I am just so happy that you were here today. And I hope that this gave you some tangible things to walk away with. Thank you so much for tuning in to today's episode. I'll be back in your ears with more photo biz goodness every two weeks, so be sure to subscribe to the show. If you're loving the episodes, I want to welcome you to leave a five-star review on Apple or Spotify so the podcast reaches more listeners just like you. Also, it lets me know you enjoy hearing the most, and I promise it really goes a long way. If you're ready to dig deeper, save yourself time, and master all angles of running your dream photography business, I offer one-on-one mentoring, a coaching program for wedding and elopement photographers, and resources to make your business work for you instead of the other way around. Those links will be in the show notes and description, as well as any freebies and discounts mentioned in the episode. Until next time, my friend.